Another thing that I got a really big download on within the past month is my health. And let's talk a little bit about that. I am going through it. I'm sorry if I'm talking particularly quiet. I'm just going through a fibromyalgia flare-up right now and it's probably the worst flare-up I've had in my life for the fibromyalgia. I just, I can't move my body. Um, I'm in so much pain and I couldn't even sleep last night. I literally was just like laying there, tossing and turning, trying to find a comfortable position. And I just couldn't because my jaw and my obstructed airways, in order for me to get air while I'm sleeping, because usually in order to breathe, I have to flex my jaw forward and open up the airway. But of course I can't do that when I'm asleep, right? So usually in order for me to breathe, I have to sleep on my side or on my stomach, which you know is not good for you. I think that's one of the big contributors as to why I developed fibromyalgia is just chronically sleeping in really bad positions because that's the only position I can breathe in. But it's of course not good for my spine on top of that, I have scoliosis, so if I'm already struggling with a misaligned back naturally and I'm also continually misaligning it more and stressing it out more during sleep every single day, you can imagine it's not good. And I feel like I've just been experiencing chronic pain in my body and in my back in this whole neck area for months now and it's never gone away it's just some days it's really bad and some days it hurts i just went through i think two months where i couldn't walk because of the sciatica like i was just limping and on a really bad day i couldn't walk altogether the flare-up that I'm currently going through right now, I can't even, you know, move my neck past this. Yeah, like that hurts. My muscles turned into stone is kind of what it feels like and it hurts so bad. And I'm pretty sure I'm developing early onset arthritis as well in the part of my back that has the scoliosis bend because that part is just chronically in pain. Every time I try to like stretch it out, so sometimes I'll like grab my hand and apply pressure over there to try to stretch apart like those bones and those muscles, I'll start shaking because it just hurts so bad. I laid awake last night in so much pain. I couldn't fall asleep and I was wide awake and I just start crying because I feel so helpless and so trapped in my body. And a big reason why I feel helpless is because I have all of these doctor appointments scheduled within the next month, right? But I honestly don't believe that the doctors will do anything for me. I have such low faith in doctors. Like maybe 
two out of 10 times I go to the doctors, they actually help treat something that I'm struggling with. But all the other times I feel like I go there, it's overwhelming. I get thrown back and forth from one person to another and everyone's just like saying all these things but basically all the words just mean no. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing we could do. And I don't know what's worse, you know? I don't know if a doctor saying, oh, you are struggling with this thing and it is bad, but I can't help you. I don't know if that's bad or if they just completely dismiss what you're going through altogether and say, no, you're not going through that. So there's nothing to treat here. The last time I went to my OBGYN, I wanted to get something addressed on my body and I thought it was going to be an easy resolution. I didn't think it was going to be a big deal and this is something I was struggling with for about a year now and she just took a look at it and was like, yeah, there's nothing we can really do right now. Wait till it gets worse. I s That's one of my pet peeves. I feel like doctors always say that. Wait till it gets worse and then I'm just like, so I'm supposed to just struggle with this thing for I don't know how long until it's completely unbearable and then you want to treat it. And so, yeah, all of that work for her to just tell me she can't do anything. And then it makes me feel extremely discouraged, frustrated, and makes me feel like this is why I don't want to go to the doctors because they never freaking help in the first place. Like I just wasted my freaking time. And I still have that thing. And so I scheduled a, an appointment with my primary care doctor. And I just feel like I'm going to go in there. I'm going to tell her about my pain. She's just going to basically say that sucks. There's nothing we can do. And then I'm going to go home and feel completely defeated and continue to live my life with this chronic pain. There is that little side of me inside that is like, Maybe the doctors will do something this time. <laughs> Sorry, this stuff gets me so emotional because like your health is so important and it really sucks when you live with chronic pain, right? It's just like you, I tell my partner all the time, like what is it like to wake up and not be in pain? <laughs> And sometimes I even joke to him, like, watch, if my chronic pain ever gets treated, my personality is going to change. Like, I'm going to be a different person. All of a sudden, I'm, like, super bubbly and extroverted and stuff like that. And, like, I know a part of that is a joke, but I wonder how much of that is true. There's no way for me to know unless I start treating my chronic pain. It's just, it feels like... And I'm sure those of you who have fibromyalgia or have arthritis or any other chronic pain, I'm sure you can understand that like your personality trait, everything about you starts to become that chronic pain because you're constantly trying to just like meditate and get yourself through moment to moment and your body is just suffering. It feels like you're dragging your body over glass and it hurts so bad. A part of the reason why I was crying last night 
was because I started to have self-defeating thoughts like, why is my body always failing me? And then I had this other voice in my head that was like, maybe I'm failing my body. <laughs> maybe I'm not taking care of it as much as I need to be. And then I felt really bad because what if my body is just trying its best and I'm just sitting here like getting upset with it when it's my own failures and incompetence that's making it experience this pain. Sorry, there's just something about like experiencing such intense physical pain that like brings something out in me. It makes you feel very vulnerable, you know? I just haven't been feeling like I could work this week and usually I could just pummel through my pain and still do work but it's just been getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And I just like, I'm getting to a point where I'm waking up in such bad pain where I can't move my body, I can't ignore it, and I can't concentrate on anything else. And I can't get work done. On top of all this, I have tonsillitis right now, so that just like is another proponent. Adding on top of this fibromyalgia flare-up is my throat is just like swollen and it's in so much pain. And I want to make a video talking about how autistic people have high pain tolerance but very low threshold for discomfort. I feel like when I get really thrown off by my chronic pain and getting sick and things like that, it's not necessarily because it's objectively painful to me. It's just the fact that all of these discomforts added together makes it hard for me to do my routine and then that is what kind of emotionally gets me because I can't rely on my routines. I can't rely on doing the things that I'm used to doing and the things that I love. And so I start to get really emotionally overwhelmed and I start to feel really helpless. Hi. So as many of you know, I am intuitive. And so I just wanted to share with you one of the most powerful downloads I've ever received because it really changed my whole relationship that I have with my body and how I view my body. And it was just like this big aha moment for me. And so I hope that in sharing it, you maybe get something out of it as well. So um, this download came through when I was in Shavasana, so after a yoga practice, and it came through in the form of a vision. So the vision I had was me on my deathbed saying my final goodbyes. And when we think of saying our final goodbyes, um, we often think of us saying goodbye to friends and family and loved ones. And that's how most of us picture it if we were to be able to choose, right? But 
In this situation, my final, final goodbye was to my own body. And I had heard all my life and I, I knew on like a soul level that we are souls having a human experience, right? But this was the first time that I really thought of it in a very literal way. And I had this realization of like, oh wait, like actually I don't get to take my body with me when I leave. And it was the first time I really saw them as really separate other than just like this concept. Um, so to paint the picture, I am in like, I'm my soul, right? Looking at my body on its deathbed saying goodbye. And it was just a heartbreaking moment because it was the first time that I was able to view my body from the outside and looking at it laying there. I was just like, wow, you are so beautiful. And I didn't even know it. And you did everything you could to keep me safe, to keep me alive, and to allow me to have experiences in this lifetime. And I didn't even realize all the things that you were doing to make my life what it was. And instead, I spent so much time criticizing you, comparing you to other bodies, and sometimes even denying you experiences because I didn't think you looked good enough. I didn't think you were enough. And it just made me so sad. Um, so yeah. So when it came down, down to like our final words together, I said, thank you. I love you. And I'm sorry. And the I'm sorry was so heavy because it was this moment where I realized all of these things that I regret. Now finally seeing that this body was not me. This body was essentially a rental that I got for this lifetime to experience my life through. And I didn't really appreciate it. And so all I wanted in that moment was more time with it to actually appreciate it now that I knew what I knew in that moment and I didn't have it. I didn't have more time. I had to go and it was heartbreaking. So then when the vision ended and I came out of Shavasana, I had tears just rolling down my face and I was like, thank God. I have more time. Thank God I have time to correct this. And I share this because at some point we will all have that moment. We will all have that final goodbye with our body. And when I get to that point, I don't want to have to include the I'm sorry at the end. I want to just be able to say thank you. I love you and we have fun. And I want you to be able to say that as well. This message was so important to me because I feel like I have had that realization in a lot of little moments throughout the past 
two years or so as my health has just been slowly and rapidly declining in many different ways. I think to myself, I am 27. I should not be struggling like this to this extent. And I feel like a part of this huge download that I'm getting this time around is I am young. I still have time to take care of my body. I still have time to almost heal and rewind a lot of the issues that I'm dealing with. I know this is a touchy subject. I know that everyone's health and bodies are different, but just speaking on my own self and experience, there are things that you can do to help heal your body and to help rewind a lot of these chronic illnesses, right? Not saying that it's easy, not saying that it's not going to be hard, but there are things that you could do every single day to holistically heal yourself. I feel like a part of this second half of my life, moving on in my latter 20s forward with all of my diagnosis, autism, ADHD, endometriosis, all of the health issues I'm dealing with now, I feel like part of that is instead of ignoring these things, I am now finally taking responsibility, taking back control in the ways that honors myself and takes care of myself this time around. I scheduled an appointment to go see a special chiropractor. I forgot what it's called, but I'll leave it here. It's called like a cervical something chiropractor. When I was doing research on fibromyalgia, I found articles that were kind of talking about how painkillers don't really help with your chronic pain. And so a lot of the things that you have to do to help is lifestyle changes, dietary changes, and the specialists that you could go to to help treat the fibromyalgia are not unfortunately part of the medical system. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe things like ac acupuncture, things like chiropractors, they're considered pseudoscience, I think, in America at least. Like your doctor can't necessarily prescribe you to go see an acupuncturist and then you could get that covered by your insurance. You have to kind of go to them on your own fruition and pay out of pocket for their services. And so I'm kind of coming to terms with the fact that I'm probably going to have to be ready to shell out a lot of money to start managing my chronic pain not only like on my own, you know, like doing like exercises and stretches every day. I'm just getting into all of this stuff. So I think as I am more consistent with this and continue on my journey with holistically healing my chronic pain, I will feel more confident in sharing that journey with you guys and sharing what's helped me. But at this point, I'm so early on in this specific health journey that I don't have any knowledge to give you yet. I just have my experience. I just have what I'm going through. And it'll be interesting even just like a few months from now or a year from now to see if I'm consistent with all of these things, where will I be with my pain then? But right now I am just struggling so, so bad. I've been struggling a lot and I think this is a big part of like having autism, especially late diagnosed autism. 
but who knows, maybe just autism in general. The only time people find out about your struggles is when you've hit a breaking point. And usually by that time, I think people are surprised and you feel a sense of like, maybe even imposter syndrome because the fact is that you were struggling for so long before that, but you just never expressed it or addressed it. And so to others, it looks like out of nowhere, you're just like crying in the middle of the night because you can't fall asleep and you're in so much pain. But in reality, like you were probably experiencing chronic and worsening pain for probably half a year already or more. And you just hit a point where you can't hold back anymore and meditate through it anymore. You just are suffering so bad. I feel like I'm, I've always went through stuff like that and I'm currently going through it again, just like People probably wouldn't know that I had struggled with chronic pain for the past half a year, but out of nowhere, it seems like I'm just like coming here and talking about how bad it is and unbearable. And in reality, it, it's been unbearable for a while. I just have hit a really hard wall where I can't keep moving forward anymore. But yes, thank you guys for being patient with me. Um, I feel guilty when I can't upload a normal video for the week and I end up opting for these type of sit-down vlogs because I tell myself it's lazy and I should do better, but there's just some days or some weeks where I really can't do it and I have to really prioritize myself and my health and not push myself because I think the reason why I'm here in the first place with all this chronic pain is because I spent a lifetime pushing myself past my limits again and again and again. And I think oftentimes the second wave of your life after your diagnosis is figuring out how to honor yourself and your needs and your accommodations in not pushing yourself past your limits. How many of you struggle with chronic pain? And how long have you struggled with that for? What are the things that you do to help manage that chronic pain and also what was it like for you when you finally realized that you had fibromyalgia or arthritis was that a very hard thing for you to accept i feel like any sort of chronic illness pain or diseases are really hard to come to terms with so what was that journey like for you guys to come to accept that have you accepted it or do you still struggle with accepting it? If you guys could give any sort of words of encouragement to me or anyone else struggling with chronic pain, I want you to leave that in the comment down below. I think a lot of us need to hear it and I think sometimes it's nice to give some love and light out and have that affect other people. I just want to kind of foster like a positive connection down in the comments below for people to feel like there's a community there as they're struggling with certain things. I'm just gonna take it one day at a time and see how I feel by next week. I hope that my pain won't continue on this bad because I have that move coming up. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate connecting with you and I will see you on next week's video. Take care of yourselves, bye.